بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن شاء الله بإذن الله ويكنتين with Sharh al-Arba'in al-Nawiyya, an explanation of the 40 ahadith of Imam al-Nawawi rahimahullah. And the last time we were together, we were on the third hadith, and today, inshallah, we'll be finishing the third hadith. An Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumma qal, qal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, bunya al-Islam wa ala khams, shahadati an la ilaha illallah, wa anna muhammadan rasulullah, wa iqami salah, wa ita'i zakah, والحج وصوم رمضان رواه البخاري ومسلم It is narrated on the authority of Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah that the Prophet said Islam is built upon five pillars to testify that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's messenger establishment of the prayer the payment of zakah, the pilgrimage and the fast of Ramadan رمضان, He said the fasting of Ramadan the Prophet said the fasting of Ramadan, min Islam. It is the fourth pillar from the pillars of Islam. The one who is able to fast Ramadan in the month of Ramadan, then it is obligatory upon them to fast it. However, whoever has an excuse, a shar'i excuse, then they may break their fast during the month of Ramadan and make up the days later on outside of Ramadan. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ فَلْيَصُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, whoever of you sights, yani sights the moon of the month of Ramadan, then they must fast the month. وَالَّذِي لَهُ عُذْرٌ كَالْمَرِيضِ الَّذِي لَا يَسْتَطِيعُ الصَّوْمَ أَوْ الْمُسَافِرِ الْمَسَافَةَ قَصْرٍ فَإِنَّهُ يُفْطِرُ مِنْ رَمَضَانَ بِقَدْرِ الْحَاجَةِ ثُمَّ يَقْضِي مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ The one who has a valid shara'i excuse, such as the one who is sick and they are not able to fast, or the traveller who travels the distance where they are allowed to shorten their prayer, فَإِنَّهُ يُفْطِرُ مِنْ رَمَضَانَ بِقَدْرِ الْحَاجَةِ ثُمَّ يَقْضِي مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ Then they break their fast according to their situation, the days that they, subhanAllah, cannot fast. And they make up those days later on. لقوله تعالى وَمَنْ كَانَ مَرِيضًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ As Allah SWT says in Surah Al-Baqarah, So whoever is sick or they are travelling, فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ Then an equal number of other days should be made up, يعني outside of Ramadan. فَلَا بُدَّ مِنْ صَوْمِ رَمَضَانِ إِمَّا أَدَاءً وَإِمَّا قَضَاءً لِأَهْلِ الْأَعْذَارِ when you make up Ramadan later on for those who have a valid excuse, وَلَا يَجُوزُ تَرْكُ الصِّيَامِ بِحَالٍ مِنَ الْأَحْوَالِ It is not permissible to leave fasting under any circumstance. مَا دَامَ عَقْلُ الْإِنسَانِ بَاقِيًا فَإِنَّهُ لَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَصُومَ إِذَا كَانَ يَقْدِرُ عَلَى الصِّيَامِ If a person remains sane and they can still think rationally, then it is obligatory upon them to fast. It is obligatory upon them to fast. أَمَّا إِذَا كَانَ لَا يَقْدِرُ عَلَى الصِّيَامِ فَإِنْ كَانَ لِعُذْرٍ يُرْجَى زَوَالُهُ فَإِنَّهُ يُفْطِرُ وَيُقْضِهُ 
if they subhanallah are not, are not able to fast in Ramadan if it is for an excuse which is expected to end yani a temporary excuse مثلا, temporary sickness then they break their fast according to the days they missed and they make up those days later on وَإِنْ كَانَ لِعُذْرٍ لَا يُرْجَى زَوَالُهُ مَعَ بَقَاءِ عَقْلِهِ وَفِكْرِهِ فَإِنَّهُ يُطْعَمُ عَنْهِ However, if the excuse is not temporary, it is يعني, ongoing and there is no expectation as to when this excuse will end, مثلا, old age or chronic sickness as we'll come to see, then this person, they feed a poor person. لِقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى وَعَلَى الَّذِينَ يُطِيقُونَهُ فِدْيَةٌ طَعَامُ مِسْكِينَ As Allah SWT also says in Surah Al-Baqarah, وَعَلَى الَّذِينَ يُطِيقُونَهُ As for those who are able to fast but with great difficulty, it is very hard on them. فِدْيَةٌ طَعَامُ مِسْكِينَ Then there is a fidya upon them of feeding a poor person. فَيُطْعِمُ عَلَى كُلِّ يَوْمٍ مِسْكِينًا Every day that they miss from the fast, they feed a poor person. قَالَ وَحَجِّ بَيْتِ اللَّهِ الْحَرَامِ قَالَ وَحَجِّ بَيْتِ اللَّهِ الْحَرَامِ Then the Prophet said, and performing hajj to the sacred house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالْحَجُّهُ وَالْرُكْنُ الْخَامِسُ مِنْ أَرْكَانِ الْإِسْلَامِ Hajj is the fifth pillar from the pillars of Islam. وَهُوَ لَا يَجِبُ عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِ إِلَّا مَرَّةً وَاحِدَةً فِي الْعُمُرِ It is not obligatory upon a Muslim except once in their lifetime. Except once in their lifetime. وَالْحَجُّ لُغَةً الْقَصْدِ Linguistically, Hajj in the, in the Arabic language means to intend. وَشَرْعًا هُوَ قَصْدُ الْبَيْتِ الْحَرَامِ لِأَدَاءِ الْعِبَادَةِ In the shar'i sense, hajj is the act of intending to visit the sacred house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to perform certain acts of worship مِنْ طَوَافٍ وَسَعِيٍ وَوَقُوفٍ بِعَرَفَةٍ وَمَبِيتٍ بِمُزْدَلِفَةٍ وَبِمِنَةٍ وَرَمِيٍ لِلْجِمَارِ Such as performing tawaf and sa'i and standing in Arafah, and staying in Muzdalifah and Mina, and stoning the Jamarat, all of these are acts of worship, and a part of Hajj. فَهَذَا الْحَجُّ رُكْنٌ مِنْ أَرْكَانِ الْإِسْلَامِ This Hajj is a pillar from the pillars of Islam. وَنَظَرًا لِكَوْنِهِ شَاقًا وَيَأْتِيهِ النَّاسُ مِنْ أَقْطَارِ الْأَرْضِ مِنْهَا الْقَرِيبُ وَمِنْهَا الْبَعِيدِ يعني taking into account that Hajj is very difficult. Hajj is very difficult and that people from all over the world come to Mecca, whether it is close to Mecca or far away to Mecca. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَوْجَبَهُ عَلَى الْمُسْتَطِيعِ بِمَالِهِ الَّذِي عِنْدَهُ مَا يَكْفِي لِسَفَرِي ذَهَابًا وَإِيَابًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made Hajj obligatory upon the one who is financially capable. They are financially capable to perform Hajj and they have enough to travel to Mecca and to return back to their country. وَعِنْدَهُ مَا يَكْفِي لِأَوْلَادِهِ وَأَهْلِ بَيْتِهِ حَتَّى يَرْجَعِ And there is also enough money for the needs of his family and his children in his absence. فَهَذَا يَجِبُ عَلَيْهِ الْحَجِّ Then this person, it is obligatory upon them to perform Hajj. فَإِنْ كَانَ يَقْدِرُ عَلَيْهِ بِنَفْسِهِ حَجَّ بِنَفْسِهِ If they are able to perform Hajj themselves, then they perform Hajj themselves. يعني they are physically able to perform Hajj themselves, then they perform Hajj themselves. وَإِنْ كَانَ لَا يَقْدِرُ عَلَيْهِ بِنَفْسِهِ وَعَجْزُهُ مُسْتَمِرٌ فَإِنَّهُ يُنِيبُ مَنْ يَحُجُّ عَنْهِ However, if they are not physically able to perform hajj, and يعني, their inability to do so is continuous, مثلا old age or chronic sickness, then they appoint someone to perform hajj on their behalf. وَإِنْ مَاتَ وَلَمْ يَحُجَّ وَهُوْ مُسْتَطِيعٌ فَعَلَى وَرَثَتِهِ أَنْ يُخْرِجُوا مِنْ تَرِكَتِهِ مَا يُحَجُّ بِهِ عَنْهُ لِأَنَّ هَذَا رُكْنٌ مِنْ أَرْكَانِ الْإِسْلَامِ If they die 
and they did not perform Hajj, then the heirs of the deceased should take from his inheritance the amount that is required for someone to perform Hajj on the deceased's behalf. Because this is one of the pillars of Islam. As for the one who is not able to perform Hajj because they are not financially able to, then there is no Hajj on this person because the obligation has not come upon them yet. فَإِنْ كَانَ يُرْجَى زَوَالُ عُذْرِهِ فَإِنَّهُ يَنْتَظِرُ حَتَّى يَقْدِرَ وَيَحُجْ If they are able to financially perform hajj, but they are not physically able to perform hajj, if the excuse for not performing hajj is temporary, مثلاً a temporary sickness, then they should wait until their sickness is, يعني, until they recover from their sickness, and then they can perform hajj. وَإِنْ كَانَ لَا يُرْجَى زَوَالُ عُذْرِهِ لِأَنَّهُ كَبِيرٌ هَرِمٌ أو مريض مرضا مزمنا فهذا ينيب من يحج عنه As for the one whose excuse is not temporary but it is permanent such as the one who is very very old or the one who has a chronic or terminal sickness then they should appoint someone to perform hajj on their behalf فالحاصل أن هذا الحديث مكمل لحديث عمر ومبين له ولذلك ذكره المصنف بعده In conclusion the sheikh says that this hadith is mukammil. It complements the hadith of Umar radiallahu anhu, the previous hadith, the long hadith, the hadith of Jibreel. وَمُبَيِّنٌ لَهُ And it clarifies it and adds to it. وَلِذَلِكَ ذَكَرَهُ الْمُصَنِّفُ بَعْدَهُ This is why Imam al-Nawawi, he mentioned this hadith immediately after the hadith of Umar radiallahu anhu. And this concludes yani, the explanation of the third hadith. And the next time we are together, inshallah, we'll start the explanation of the fourth hadith of the 40 hadith of al-imam al-nawi subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk wa jazakallahu khair